the circumstances are on the platform, you can do it right now. Understand that days are ticking, right? Make your time worthwhile. You're living for one and God alone and don't let the enemy bring things to make you feel like you're not doing the work. You are doing the work. The work you do, it's in that place that you're revealing Christ. Your actions, your expressions, your preaching, your sharing, all of that is you ministry, doing the work of an evangelist. So don't let anything make you feel like you're not enough. You are enough in what you're doing. Just be conscious that you are fulfilling your ministry because that's what will last. That is what will not be destroyed. That is what is eternal. That is your assignment. And if any of you are not sure of your assignment, let's have a sit down. Let's do it so that you're very clear on your assignment. If anything is going to hold you back, cut it off. Now, I was speaking with one of us and there was this opposition and they were just trying to fight it. I'm like, you know, you can just focus on the Lord, right? You know, you can make that choice and just cut that thing off. As long as it's taking you away from doing what God has called you and it's pulling, you see that it is pulling you into pain, into darkness, just remove it because you're going to answer for yourself. That's the biggest takeaway I want to give us. There's not going to be a list in heaven who are the people that were in this gathering in the year 1879. No, it's you and your God, you before your God. Next verse, please. For I'm already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. Wow. Can you imagine? It's your mother. I remember I was going to go to college, and my mom was very sick. And she sat with me, and she was like, you know, I'm going to go. And even though I was oh. praying and fasting and, you know, oh, I didn't want my mom to go. But she would tell me things. She would say things, and I'll be like, she spoke about each one of us, my siblings. She would say, this one is like this. Make sure, you know, you meet them like this. I was just 19 when she died. Here was she telling me, you know, this one is like this. You know, whatever goes on, you must make sure that you guys are tight. Don't let anything come between you. And she would tell me all this stuff. I'll just sit with her under the, we had a mango tree in our house. And she would just share all the things she wanted me to do. And I'll listen, I'll listen. And when I finish, I'll say, okay, mom, I hear you, but you will not die. I remember she was just 44. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, after she died, her friends would be like, they'll tell me, wow, Nadia, your mom was always so amazed at you. She used to tell us that when she's telling you things you should do when she dies, she said you will listen to her through all of them. Then when she's finished talking, you will say, okay, mom, I hear you, but you will not die. Oh. Yeah. And it warmed my heart because they were telling me after she died. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they'll tell me things like, oh, you came through the door. And because she was sitting on the couch and when I was walking to go to my room, she would have to turn to watch me until I disappear. 
So they'll tell me things like that, that, oh, she told us this. And when you will come in the door, she will turn her back and watch you until you disappear. Those were all the expressions. She knew she was going. So, you know, her heart was heavy. And she just wanted the best for each one of us. And she figured that (laughs) I should tell this this, uh, (laughs) 19-year-old, you know, all of this. So when I listen to Paul and he's saying that his life has been poured out as a drink Mm -hmm. offering, I'm like, man, this is treasure. This is love. This is care. These are the nuggets of our faith. And I pray that each one of us will hold tightly onto them and understand that this is his heart. The fathers of our faith, this were their heart. They were very true. The doctrines they gave to us were tangible and true. The things they told us, even though it seems unreachable, it was reachable for them. And they knew that we could have it. And so he wrote this for Timothy. And what an honor that we can sit in the seat of Timothy and receive from him his last words. A life poured out as a sacrifice unto God. Am I a life poured out? Can I be a life poured out? Yes, you and I can be a life poured out. We can start pouring out our life right now, writing all these letters about the anointing of God upon our loved ones and, and the good plans he has for each one of us. All of us can do this. We can let the Lord use us like that. So my prayer is that we can see that our lives is an offering unto God. Poured out day by day, month by month, as we enter into Thanksgiving and heading into Christmas and planning a whole new year. Understand that you can start today to consciously offer every minute, every day of your life unto God to be an offering to him. Whether I was in prison, whether I was in the midst of hardship, in a strange land, on the sea, whether he was beaten by a snake, never did this guy question God. He stayed consistent. And these are the kind of people he wants to raise today. Paul's life was being poured out in prison and he poured out these words to us. So, I pray that we will hold on to them, that we will treasure them as a loved one, giving us the nuggets we need for life, for life. And I'm telling you all through, you know, even after mom left and, you know, as a family, things will hit us and, you know, sometimes we'll argue and everything. Like, there was never a time in my life where I'm like, okay, forget this one, forget that one. No, I had to forget it. I know what mommy told me, and I'm going to make sure I keep to what mommy wanted. And I can say that I have a wonderful relationship with my siblings. We are, yeah, we can talk about anything. We are there for each other. And peradventure, if mom didn't say that, I wouldn't have that level head to be able to mediate where mediation was needed. Or even when my own head would get hot to be able to calm down. So I'm saying all this to say that however we felt before, this is a father of faith bringing us to the most important things 
most important things that the father and the son are expecting from us because he's saying all this in the presence of God and Jesus who will judge the living and the dead. These are the things that we will be judged on. Follow sound doctrine. Do the work of an evangelist. Preach whether the circumstances are okay or not. Fully dispatch the duties of your ministry. Understand that your life is poured out. God will not give you anything that is too heavy for you. He knows what you can bear. Don't feel like I'm all that. Please. I tried so hard to get one of my friends to just be humble and just just walk with God like this. And this is an amazing person that loves the Lord. But this class thing, I couldn't just get them to just be a life poured out. And I want to urge you, I just feel like if I've not said it consciously in all our days and years of teachings, I want us to just have a humility of heart and don't feel like you're too much or that you're on, on a class that will hinder you from understanding that this flesh is just flesh. It, it has a time period. And once your time comes, you will discard it. So pour out your life as an offering. Don't wait till things are perfect. This guy was preaching in prison. He was one of the Elites in that day. But then he's following Jesus, and he finds himself in prison. Today, we are taught that if I'm following Jesus, I should have a jet. I should have mansions. It is not the right doctrine. Mm. Please. It's good to have all that. But understand that it is not all that there is. It's a deception from the pit of hell. Whether it is good or whether it is bad, no matter the situation, fulfill your calling. Father, we just thank you for loving us. Lord, we, we have um, defined our lives based on everything else. We define our lives based on where we've come from, what families we've come from from the things we do, from who, who we've got married to, or the kids we have, or the kind of friends we have, the fellowships we hang out at, the class we belong to, or the no class we belong to. We define ourselves by so many things that aren't you. And so tonight I just ask for clarity to focus into every word of Paul. Spirit of the living God, help our hearts to to stay connected. Even with all these associations, our association is to you. Our umbilical cord is linked to you. When we speak, we speak for you. When we move, we move for you. When we listen to things, we listen through your channels. We listen for your voice, Lord. Our hearts beat after you. Let it not beat for anything else but you. And even as Paul came in his last days and was pouring out what we needed to know and how we needed to live our faith in the presence of God and Jesus, we ask God that for each one of us here, that we will pay attention and we will do the mighty things you have assigned to each one of us. 
We will preach your word in and out of season. We will be in tune with your Holy Spirit and not look for preachers that give our itchy ears what they want to hear. We will not make this list. Just as Paul said we shouldn't, we will not. But we will pay attention to you. We will fulfill every of our duties. Our spirit beings come from you. We will understand our assignments. We will understand our purpose so that even at work in the dispatchment of our care and our businesses, Lord, may we use all these opportunities to reveal you. This is our ministry. This is our call. And we will pour out each day of our lives to reveal you. We make this commitment in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit living mightily within us. Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's Spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth is released upon those you love, to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths, the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now.